Welcome back to This Takes the Cake. We're super excited. We have Michelle, our one and only from Dallas, Texas, and we're super excited to talk to you. Michelle is the owner of Stunning and Brilliant Events in Texas, and we'll just jump right into it. Um, share how you got started with Stunning and Brilliant. Yeah, so actually, I went to high school with our Chicago owner, Lauren. Hello. So um, I had, I was like going through Facebook, and at that time, I was working a remote job in marketing, and it was like in the middle of COVID, and I was like, I'm kind of over this. I just don't know what I want to do next. So I had seen photos like Lauren was coming up in my feed and I reached out to her and she she was listed as the owner of Stunning and Brilliant Events in Chicago. So I was like, hey, I'd just love to chat here about how you started your business and all that. And that's how I learned from her that she had actually franchised and I learned a little bit more about the company. She's like, let me introduce you to Sarah. So I think that was like in a matter of a few weeks, um, we had gotten together, chatted, and I told my husband, and I tear up when I talk, I'm a, like, wedding day, I mean, I cry when you walk down the aisle, I'll cry when you put on your dress. It's like this moment to me, um, I remember going up to my husband and thinking, I can actually do what I love. Like Aww. in that moment, it was like, it meant a lot to me. So, okay, let me get over that. So anyways. <laughs> That's um, awesome. I love that. So it's so, been uh, what, two and a half years, I think. I literally, as soon as we talked, I like fell in love with you and I hopped on a plane and <laughs> I came to Dallas, Texas. Yeah. And, um, oh gosh. Oh my gosh. You asked me that question then. Jeez. <laughs> uh, um, I love so, it. So yeah, you came to Dallas and I remember I met you, you came to my front door and I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh, like I love Sarah. Um, uh, and I remember at the hotel, I, I, I don't remember the hotel I stayed at, but you had dropped off a gift um, earlier in the day and it was super sweet. It was a Texas mug and a little no and some, some type of sweets or goodies or something. Do you remember what they were? <laughs> I don't remember what they were. Um, I have a I have a sweet tooth, so yeah. it was something. I sweet. give out a lot of cookies, <laughs> chocolates. And yeah, that's my thing. That's awesome. Cool. Well, we're excited to talk all things, obviously, um, things in Texas, obviously. But what are some popular like trends that are going on in in the Dallas Fort Worth area right now? Oh gosh, so. We do a lot of uh, family style. Uh, I do a lot of family style and buffet here. So okay. like that's one like one service style that, that is, um, is very different. popular yeah. here. Yeah, yeah. So I grew up in Chicago and in Chicago, like I felt like every time I went to a wedding and I don't know what it is like now I can ask Lauren, but um, plated style plated, yeah, and then plated. we come here and everything was family style. So I love that. Um, everything's bigger in Texas, right? <laughs> everything is bigger. Um, bands are popular. Um, outdoor cocktail hour. I mean, we have beautiful weather all year long. Like this past weekend, we had outside cocktail hour. Um, I had a wedding. It was like 78 degrees. And then the next day, like Texas, um, was like 46 degrees. So uh, we do take advantage of the weather outside. Um, line dancing. I've seen line dancing. I mean, I everything's it. bigger here. <laughs> right. What months are most popular there in Texas? Like when is wedding season? <laughs> so October through December. 
Okay. This December, I this past weekend, I had three weddings. So I'm like wiped out right now. Oh, my gosh. Um, and That's then crazy. I think last October, I had eight weddings. I mean, definitely once the weather cools down, people want to take advantage of that. Right. No, that's awesome. All right. So on this episode, we're going to talk about wedding etiquette, what to wear, what are the RSVP rules, what are the plus ones, all these questions that we get asked all the time for our clients. So we're going to, we're going to dive right on in because a lot of people probably don't even know these things sometimes when they're attending as a guest as well. Um, So the dress code, we know that white, obviously there's some other colors that you shouldn't be wearing at weddings. Let's kind of talk through that. Yeah. So white is a big one. And I see that pretty often. I mean, the last, I think every wedding I did in December, November, and I think October, somebody wore white. So I did a few. So first, Asian weddings. Right. Um, There's always folks that wear white. And I think it's a cultural thing. Like they don't know in America, the bride wears white. Right. So, so that's one. but then I, I don't know why people choose to wear white when they know them. I honestly don't know other than like cultural um, yeah, traditions and all know. that. Yeah, um, no, totally. All right. So what goes into the attire? So like if you get an invitation, it says black tie or black tie, black tie optional cocktail attire. Like what, what does that mean? Yeah. So uh, um, cocktail attire. I always say like a cute cocktail dress for ladies, guys, um, you know, a tie, a suit, jacket, um, black tie, um, tuxedo is not required. Right. Um, that's what I say with the guys and a dark color, preferably, um, preferably black women, long gown or a elevated cocktail dress. Right. And I love it. And I, I like love, to throw in that pantsuit too. Yeah, no, for sure. And I always love at weddings, like when the guests are arriving, it's like, I always tell them it's like a fashion show because I'm always, oh yeah, I love obviously clothes and dressing and all those things. So I always love looking at all the different dresses, um, you know, and definitely as a guest, like you can take inspo from the invitation if you'd like, you know, cause that is like yep. the first taste of the wedding, you know, that the guests get. So um, we obviously don't wear like the same print as like the envelope liner or something but you know you could definitely take some inspo if it's blues and greens you know when you wanted to do a navy you know fun cocktail dress or something fun so I had a wedding recently where I had guests wear the same color as the bridesmaids and honestly it was almost the same so love and hate it but in this instance I got them very confused with the bridesmaids and there were several times where they were walking because it was the same material, same style. Oh, wow. And I I accidentally thought that they were bridesmaids. Um, So I would say like, if you're close to the wedding party, maybe ask what color the bridesmaids are wearing and try not to wear the same color. Um, No, that is true. I just recently went to a wedding and I asked the bride what color the bridesmaid dresses were because I didn't want to wear the same color so yeah um but I do love when the guests um like on the invitation the the client or the bride the couple will ask for the guests to all wear the same color and just for photos it looks really cool so I know we've done one recently where all the guests wore black um and it just looked really good for the photos (laughs) so yeah it looks really elegant no absolutely um, okay, so I know we've all seen the guests that wore something that you're like, what were you thinking? 
So definitely keep would, that in mind when you're on the dance floor getting down. You know what I mean? What have you seen? Yeah. <laughs> so I actually saw leopard print leggings the other day. Oh. Like, I was so confused. I thought this was like a vendor dropping off something. Sometimes, you know, vendors are all over the place with their outfits. Right. Um, but this was a guest who wore leopard print leggings with like a nice blouse. And it was kind of loud. So I think like stay away from loud patterns or colors or like leopard, large sequins. Leopard? Hmm. And it they were like leggings. And I do like leopard. Yeah, no, no, no. But they <laughs> were not not leggings at a wedding. Yeah, no leggings at a wedding for sure. Especially one that Stunning and Brilliant's doing for sure. <laughs> uh, too funny. All right, so let's talk invitations. So pay attention to the RSVP deadlines. Let's talk about why this is so important. <laughs> oh yes. So I like to recommend around six weeks, four to six weeks out RSVP day. And it really depends on when is catering uh, their final numbers due? When are the final numbers due for bar? And you don't want to do your RSVP date too close to the wedding date because then you get that final invoice. And then everyone starts freaking out about like how much money they're pumping on the last few weeks of their wedding. So four to six weeks out. So you have ample time to figure out the final invoices, prepare final layouts, um, final quantity rentals, you know, all of those other things that go into place with that. So there's always a few, you know, obviously that things come up, but it's definitely super important. So every time I ever get one in the mail, I just immediately do it and send it back. That way it's said and done. Okay, but can we talk about when (laughs) brides decide to do their RCP late RCP date earlier? So like two or three months out. I've had brides ask me that and I get it because they want to know sooner rather than later, but I feel like folks forget to RCP maybe and then or or don't RCP. Yeah, no, I agree. Yeah. Or even with like save the dates. When people send them out a year or over a year, I recently just went to a wedding and she'd sent them out over a year in advance. And like, I couldn't even find any. And then the invitation was so early too. I was like, uh, and then like Googling to find her website. So no, agree. Agree. I always tell people, I mean, everybody has lives. Everybody knows they're not all wedding planners who know what they're doing for the next two years, you know? So (laughs) Uh, I love it. All right. So let's talk. This is probably a huge thing that people talk about the no kid rule. Why is this important? Yeah, so my thing with kids is if you are allowing kids, there needs to be someone who watches them and is responsible for them. Like don't have kids. If somebody's bringing their kids to their wedding, you got to watch them because they could run off. Like we have weddings out here in the middle of nowhere. We have weddings (laughs) with like next to a river. like there's candles being lit. Like, let's be smart about our kids running around. So at least have someone watch them. They just need to be responsible for them. The ones that are problems are the ones that don't watch their kids and then lose them and they're knocking over the cake. And Mm -hmm. I've, oh my gosh, I've seen kids run around the cake table and the amount of stress that like is on my face that I can't hide. Well, I've had them get under the cake table. Oh, I would not allow that. I no. I I've had my coordinator. I'm like, you got to stand by the. Cake. You're guarding the cake table now. Right. That is your job for cocktail hour. 
you know, and we definitely have couples that they don't want any kids at a wedding, you know, yeah. and they always struggle with, well, how do we tell people? And I'm like, that's kind of a conversation you really just have to have with them directly, especially if they're close. Um, can't really necessarily put it on the invitation, but you can put it on the website. Um, but if for some reason they can't, like you said, they, you could offer some type of babysitting service on site, you know, depending on their age yeah. and stuff like that. Um, okay. This is a huge one plus ones. So your invite will tell you and why is this important? Yeah. So uh, there's the seating chart is done. Like if we have folks like walking up with a plus one, I mean, brides and grooms are spending time planning out their wedding, their seating chart, meal counts, all that. Um, don't bring a plus one if you don't have one on your invite. So there was actually a wedding that I was invited to and I didn't get a plus one. And as a guest, I mean, who wants to go to a, an event by themselves? So I actually didn't go to the wedding. Right? I mean, I know, right? I mean, and especially if you don't know the people that well, I always think in my eyes, I think you should always be allowed a plus one. At a certain age, I'm not saying like a 16 year old can bring their boyfriend or girlfriend. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's interesting that you say that. Um, when couples ask me, like, oh, who gets a plus one? I usually say, well, if they're married, obviously plus one. If right. they have a ring on their finger and they're engaged, they should of be course. invited. I think if, and then when it comes to like dating, if it's like long term, they've been dating for years, I say, of course, great. If it's a family member and like the bride's brother just started dating someone a month ago, I'm going to say probably not because, or I ask, are you okay with the girlfriend being in family photos? Exactly. Yeah. No, that's a a good point. No, for sure. Um, Yeah. So definitely when you get your invitation, pay attention to that because it will have your name and guests or it'll just have your name. (laughs) Um, all right, let's talk more etiquette. Tipping vendors. Which vendors do you tip and what's an appropriate tip um, amount to give, obviously, to your vendors? I think I get that, asked that question a lot. I do, too. And we have a tip sheet that we have given to our brides and grooms. And anytime I sum it out, like for us, it's second nature. We know who to tip. Right. We're a vendor too. Like we know which vendors to tip, but um, I forget that couples don't know who to tip. Um, it's not like second nature to them. So I say catering, bar, entertainment. So your DJ, your band. Right. Um, Anybody we have, in the service industry. Exactly. Yeah. Valet. Um, the venue coordinator, I think, goes forgotten sometimes, but there are some venues where the venue coordinator is doing a lot. Like, um, Sometimes I'll act as a bridal attendant. I work at one venue where they actually include a bridal attendant. So I'm saying, you know, that's a service. We should tip them. Um, Vendors that sometimes um, get tipped. And I think it's really nice when the couples do tip them. Uh, Cake delivery. It takes a lot to deliver a cake. It's not like they just throw it in their van and (laughs) drop it off like they're very careful with your cake. They want to make it look great on the wedding day. Um, they come, they touch it up, they add the flowers. So cake delivery, florist, if you've really had a great relationship with them and they've done wonderful work. Um, and then stationery as well, things that 
a good one to tip. Of course. And anybody you think that went above and beyond, you know, because a lot of times, yeah. you know, you've created a relationship with these um, couples and you've worked with them a year over a year, you know, so it's definitely um, a nice touch for sure. So let's talk gift and registry. Um, do people still bring gifts to weddings or should that be left for a bridal shower or sent directly to the couple? So I say gifts should be sent um, to the couple and should not be brought to the wedding. Uh, cards can be brought to the wedding, um, but gifts, let's not bring them to the wedding. Right. Yeah. And I mean, what do you uh, think? No, I agree. Um, it's very rare you get like boxed gifts at a wedding. Um, yeah. And as a guest, like dressed up in your dress and your heels and all that good stuff, you really don't want to be toting a big <laughs> crock pot that you bought for them. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah, definitely ship but it I to was the couple. Fine. I always find it's like the grandma that's oh, brought the yes. crock pot oh, or the yeah. toaster. Mm-hmm. And I just, and you see this grandmother walking up with a box and I'm like, oh, let me take that off your hands. You know, that's right. so sweet. Thank you. Right. And we always have a designated place, whether it's a cute little card basket or some type of box, you know, for the cards. Because a lot of people do bring cards for the wedding, which is totally fun. Um, yeah, I would say, I mean, we don't get a ton of box gifts at weddings. No, I maybe get one or two at each wedding. Um, I've had people bring one wedding this summer. Someone brought a drill gun, and it wasn't even wrapped. It was like a used one. So it must have been an inside joke, but that was an odd thing to see on the gift table. Oh, my God, too funny. Um, I guess a lot of questions, obviously, couples ask us as well, is where do they register and where do they put that? On the invite, the website, all of those things. Okay. So registry, do not put it on the invitation. Correct. Did that you hear should that? Be reserved for, <laughs> yep, that should be reserved for the wedding website. That's where you put links to your registry and have it ready. I think once you have your wedding website up and um, definitely have the registry ready before your bridal shower, if you're going to have a bridal shower um, and when you send out the invite so that when folks get your invite, they see your wedding website, then they can see your registry there, but don't print any don't of the information it. on yeah, your invitation. Exactly. And I think a lot of people don't know that it's like, Hey, come to my wedding and buy me a gift. <laughs> you yeah. know? So, um, no, agree to that. And a, a lot of, I guess another big question people always ask me is, you know, how much should I spend on a gift, you know, for a wedding? Um, and it, and it ranges, they always say, and this is what I've always heard as well. And you definitely chime in, um, pretty much to cover your cost of your food and bar for that person. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it also depends what type of wedding, because some weddings are smaller. Like they're, of course, I have couples who have spent $25,000 on their wedding and then other couples who spend over a hundred thousand. So it definitely it varies, um, but yeah, definitely to cover the cost of um, you attending the wedding. Right. No, agree. Agree. Okay. So ceremony. How soon before the ceremony are guests expected to arrive? This is probably one of my pet peeves, but tell me when they should arrive. Um, not two hours early. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, hey, did you know the ceremony starts at five, not three? <laughs> yeah. So... We have prelude music starting around 20 minutes out, um, 30 minutes on the earlier side, but usually about 20 minutes out. So when guests ask when they should arrive, we'll say music will be playing. You have ample time to find your seats if you arrive 20 minutes beforehand. Right. Um, Absolutely. What are your thoughts? No, agree. Anywhere from the 
30, 20, 15 prior for sure. Um, yeah. I went to a wedding recently and we got there early, but we just sat in the car until it was about 22. Because I don't want to be sitting, you know, at the ceremony for 30 minutes and then have to sit another 30 minutes. <laughs> so. Yeah. But um, I had a wedding recently, and this happens a few times, where guests come maybe an hour early, hour and a half early, and they're not a part of, like, the family portraits Photos. if we do that before yeah. a ceremony. So one, like, try, like as a planner, I'm like, okay, I want to attend to them and find them a seat, but at the same time, we're still setting up and I don't want them seeing the ballroom, the reception room. So or the bride yeah, or the groom or the couple. Right? And we're still taking care of bridal party portraits. So I'm trying to hide the bride from them and all that. So, um, so yeah, don't arrive an hour, hour and a half early. Right. Or I love the guests. They, they come in, they're like, Oh, I'm going to find my seat and I'll put my stuff down. I'm like, no, oh, yeah. we haven't taken detailed photos yet. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, how do you word that to the couple though? Because they don't understand what detail photos are. But I'm like, we're always we're just blaming still on the photographer. Yeah, always blaming on the photographer. <laughs> photographer still needs to get detail photos with no personal um, items in the room. If you could just mind, you know, after the ceremony, you're more than welcome to come in. So, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. What about phones at the ceremony? How do you feel about those? Um, it's. It happens. Yeah, like it's, even it's if the officiant says it's an unplugged announcement, you can put the biggest sign up in the world in front of ceremony. People are still going to take their phone out or their um, iPad. I've seen it all. <laughs> oh yes, the iPad. Um, I have had photographer like family members who are photographers. Oh, who yeah, they have their, their own real camera. Yeah, yeah. No, I get um, it. Um, but yeah, no cell phones. Like you're there to watch and be a part of this moment with the bride and groom like enjoy, enjoy it. it you'll you can see the professional photos afterwards they'll be shared absolutely no for sure all right rules on advice of where the family should sit at the ceremony bride side groom yep. side you want to talk about that so traditionally um if you're looking at the altar bride side on the left groom side on the right i've also done the other way because same have you done this? Yeah, where oh yeah. the, it tricks me like up every family, time. Yeah. The rehearsal, like I kept tripping up and saying the wrong thing. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I'm still trying to wrap my head around this. We can totally, you know, we can okay. make it work. Yep. No, I've done um, But the reason is because they want to see like the bride. So the bride is the mom on wants to the see left the and then the yeah. mom is on the right. So they can see their face. Mm -hmm. um, I still don't know how I feel about that, but. Uh, we have some couples do that. Yeah. No, I've done definitely a handful for sure. Um, and a lot of times they're like bride on the left, groom on the right, you know, for seating. But sometimes it's just not even. So, like, the first few guests yeah. that come in, they can do it. But then I'm like, okay, we got to even this this out for the photographer. We got no nobody on the right side and everybody on the left side. So, um, yeah. and, and if you're a guest at a wedding, normally the first two rows, three rows are for family. So if you haven't been asked to sit at those, don't sit on those rows. <laughs> I always recommend family reserve signs for the seats. Absolutely. Um, and that way it's clear. So if a guest starts walking up to the first row, they're like, oh, this is reserved for family. 
And during rehearsal, I always let family members know, hey, if you have anyone who wants to, who you want to assign seating in the family rows, please let them know before ceremony. So when they arrive, they know where they're sitting. Absolutely. Um, and even if you wanted us to put out little name cards or anything, we're happy to do that. Because yep. I don't know who Aunt Betty or Uncle John is, you know, when they're getting there. Um, so I had a, have a crazy story. So this was probably like eight years ago and had everybody lined up. Um, first row was still empty. So that was for moms and grandmas. And so there was a stepmom involved and she was sitting on the second row. Well, she walks down the aisle and she sits in mom's seat. So I'm with the bride and dad and I can see this, but they don't really know what's happening. So I had a radio and I was like, whoever was with me, I radioed them to come to the bride and dad. And I had to go to the front row to get this lady to move. And she wouldn't move. She was like, I'm sitting here. And I'm like, oh, no. Anyways, it was another family member that helped get her moved to the second row. But could you imagine? So actually, it was mom and dad walking the bride down. But could you imagine once they got to the end of the row and she was sitting there? Oh, oh no. That's why you hire a planner. <laughs> yeah yeah that we'll was, take care of that for you guys yeah that was um, we'll manage it yeah that was a little a little crazy um okay so after the ceremony obviously reception follow the seating chart it was chosen for an intention let's talk about that yeah uh so Anytime, like cocktail hours over and guests start um, sitting down, I always have my team kind of hang out in the reception room because inevitably somebody will be like, well, I'm not supposed to be sitting here. Mm. And I'm like thinking in my head, I'm like, how do you know you're not supposed to be sitting there because the bride and groom chose your seats right. um, and they want to sit somewhere else and somebody wants to move. Um, just, I show them to their seat and then um I don't even say anything afterwards I'm like this is your seat here right totally okay I have a crazy story another one so we uh, this wedding's probably been four or five years ago and um obviously we don't do the seating chart as the planners obviously like yeah. we might help make it or whatever but we don't say who sits where because we don't know anybody and it was about 150 people, and I'll never forget this. And she was in the far right-hand corner. It was Grandma. And so, make a long story short, hindsight, I didn't know this. But at the wedding, she's like, why am I in the corner? And I was like, oh, they probably didn't want you by the band or the music. You know, it's a great seat. You know, once dinner's over, you just be sitting there for a good 30 minutes. You know, you can definitely come over to the lounge by the dance floor or all the above. She was just, you know, angry Grandma. So hindsight, a year later, I'm working a bridal expo at the convention center, and the same lady comes up to me. You are the lady that put me in the corner. And I'm like, <laughs> what? She was like, yeah, and I don't remember the bride's name at this time. And she was like, yeah, so-and-so told me you made the seating chart and you put me in the corner. I was like, oh, my God, how dare that bride do that to me? The bride? that to her yeah the bride blamed it on me so the bride actually told the grandma that it was our fault and we made the seating chart and that's why she was in the corner can you imagine <laughs> for that full year this grandma just totally hates you because yeah. of what you oh. did so i ended up getting her information after the expo and i sent her flowers <laughs> but it wasn't even my fault oh that was sweet but I guess she kept, the bride kept peace with the family. That's okay. Sometimes we'll, we'll take blame for things. I'm like, oh, just tell the 
you know, whoever that, that was the planner's, you know, decision. Yeah. Um, okay. At what point is it acceptable to leave a wedding if you aren't staying for the exit? I've had couples leave right after dinner. Like okay. it was dinner and then they left even before tables were bust. I think that's a little too early. Yeah. I'd say wait till all the formalities are done. There's parent dances, first dance, toast. Cake um, I think exactly. I think right when the dance floor opens, if that's not your thing, then I think you can head out. But wait till all the formalities are done. You want to hear the toast um, to the bride and groom. You want to see the dances. No, I agree. I agree for sure. Um, yeah. And you don't, I mean, because once dancing gets going, I mean, it's still like a good two hours of dancing. So maybe you're driving back or, you know, maybe you have plans to get a flight the next morning. But yeah, I definitely think at least four hours. So let's just say the ceremony yeah. was at four and you stayed till like eight. I think that's totally fair. And I mean, my goodness, you've bought a gift. You've came all the way to the wedding. You know, you've probably bought a new outfit, like at least to stay and enjoy, you know? So yeah. Um, okay. Let's talk bridal party. So what should the couple pay for versus what is the responsibility of the bridal party? Cause it's a big responsibility. Okay. So when you're asking someone to stand up in a wedding, they do have to pay for, um, they do, it costs a lot of money. So one thing that brides ask me, hair and makeup, um, I say this is optional. I don't yeah. think the bride has to pay for hair and makeup. It is a lot of money. Um, and usually I tell the bride, I'm like, you don't have to be the bearer of bad news. If you're not going to cover costs, I usually say like, let's assign that to the maid of honor and the maid yeah. of honor can let the bridesmaids know how much hair and makeup is and whether or not they want to move forward. And she can gather that information. Um, dresses. I think if you're going to be, I don't know. I'm like, it's, I think it's nice if the bride pays for the dress, but I don't, I think that's optional too, right. but don't ask your bridesmaids to wear like an $800 dress. Exactly. Yeah. You got to keep it affordable. Cause I mean, to be a bridesmaid, I mean, let's just talk through, you know, a dress, 250, 300, you know, maybe you have alterations, you've got shoes, yep. you've got earrings. Um, obviously, you got to give them a gift. You got to get hair and makeup. You got to go to the engagement party. You got to go to the bachelor, bachelorette parties. I mean, you're always a few grand in. And travel, I mean. Oh, yeah, travel. Forgot. Not forgot, everyone's going to be living there. in the same yeah. hotel, airfare. And then all that travel for all those different events, bachelorette party, rehearsal, dinner, engagement party, and all that too. So yeah, it definitely adds up. Yeah, I know for sure. So yeah, if you're a bridesmaid or groomsman, there's going to be in a wedding, plan for lots of money. Save up. <laughs> uh, all right. Any stories that take the cake of rude wedding guests, <laughs> aka showing rude, up late, yeah. wearing something crazy? I mean... I know I've had rude wedding guests. I don't know if I can think of like an exact moment, but I've definitely been people like, whoa, Aunt Betty was not nice. Or I've had even clients, you know, say yeah. beforehand, you know, just ignore her. She's not very nice. I'm sure you've had the same thing too, right? I've had, yes. I've been told like, oh, hey, grandpa's not very nice. But I, my thing going into it, if I'm like, ready to meet them. I'm like, okay, Michelle, just kill them with kindness. Right. Yeah. Kill them with kindness. And 
it works. And they go up to me and they're like, you're the sweetest. And I'm like, really had to hold it in there. But yes, My Southern hospitality. No, for sure. Um, Gosh. Yeah, I've had people kind of complain about what's happening, you know, and a lot of times I'll just be like, oh, the couple's request, and then they actually feel bad. They have to feel bad, because I'm like, well, this is what the couple, you know, we say it nicely, you know, this is what the couple wanted, you know, and they're like, oh, that's just dumb, (laughs) you know, or whatever, so. um, Yeah, anytime, or I've had mothers, like, hijack, like, the DJ playlist, like, for a first dance or grand introductions, and... I had a mom do this recently and she had a band come a mariachi band come in and they came late. And so she's like, Hey, I really want them to play the first dance in the grand introduction. And literally DJ is announcing the newlyweds to come in. And I like ran up to her cause I saw her talking to the mariachi band and I was like, no, I'm like, Oh, you know what? Um, we have a bride and groom have curated a playlist and, we absolutely cannot have the mariachi band playing. Can you imagine what would have happened if the DJ was playing his song and then the mariachi band starts playing at the same time? Not at all. Um, not at all. Not that that was rude. She just really wanted them to play, but uh, yeah. just killing people with kindness. I know, right? Yeah, and I've definitely had things like that pop up. Yeah, there was recently one, and I didn't know the bride was mad till afterwards. She just kind of played it along. Um, but it was this past fall, and the uh, nephew came out in his Spider-Man costume, and they played the Spider-Man song. Wait, was this planned? No. The mo- the mother of the bride oh. let it happen. And, like, she came to me. Oh. She's like, I paid for this wedding. This is happening. So I was like, okay. Oh. Yeah, that's my favorite. I've had. I know. What okay, do you say now, to that? Now I can of all these something coming together let's hear it um i've had a mother of the groom and this was a month of coordination so i didn't have a lot of interaction with the mother of groom beforehand um but she went up to me i think i was like 10 minutes into arriving and she was upset about something and i don't know what happened um and she comes down the hallway, waving her finger at me. And she's like, I paid for half of you. So I paid for half know. of you. Oh my God. I'm so dead. <laughs> Sarah, I didn't, I did not know what to say in that moment because no one has, I've never heard that before. And I never heard that either. <laughs> and like, I had just arrived, like I had put my emergency kit down and she was visibly upset too so like I felt bad and I was trying to find my tissues and I was like very like caught off guard in that moment um but that was interesting that's too funny you should have said that half was paid the last few months this is (laughs) I know I was like so physically half of me (laughs) oh my god too funny too funny um anything else etiquette that we'd want to offer our listeners or anything else people ask you I mean, I think we pretty much covered reception, ceremony, bridal party, invitations, gifts, dress code. I think we, I think we covered it all. Yeah, I can't think of anything. I love it. I love it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, guys, for listening to this Takes the Cake. We're excited to have Michelle. Michelle, tell them how they can get in contact with you. Yeah, so I'm located in Dallas and Fort Worth. So um, visit our website. We've got a link on there to our Dallas-Fort Worth office. Um, email me, text me, um, 
We're on website, Instagram. Yeah. Right. Yep. Thunder. Cool. Well, it was awesome to talk with you and talk all things wedding etiquette. Until next time.